You're listening to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report. The views and opinions shared on this program don't necessarily reflect those of Citywide Home Loans. Citywide Home Loans, LLC, NMLS 67180. David Hosterman, NMLS 220562. Jonathan Edwards, NMLS 671258. Equal housing lender. Regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Call for additional cost information. Program qualifications and offerings are subject to change at any time. Not all that apply will qualify. Other restrictions may apply. Good morning and welcome to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report. I'm Jonathan Edwards with Citywide Home Loans. In the studio this morning, we have our MVP guest host, Ron Meyer. This is the show that brings you today's most relevant real estate insights and experiences from the industry's most dedicated players. Ron, welcome to the show. Glad to be here. We have a great topic lined up for today, one that I know a lot of folks have heard uh, but may not know very much about. Today, we dive into reverse mortgages. Are you wondering if a reverse mortgage might be a good idea for you or someone you know? Tune in and uh, keep listening because Ron's going to give us some great information, some great advice today on reverse mortgages. And stay tuned for a triple play of Denver's Hottest Listings. A quick yellow card disclaimer that Citywide Home Loans and Ron Meyer are not affiliated entities. Listeners are not required to use either participant to work with the other participant. Note that the material from today's show is meant to be educational in nature. And when making decisions on reverse mortgage loans, you should always consult a professional. Ron, thanks for coming on the show today. My pleasure to be here, John. I'm excited to have you on the show, Ron. We've been talking for a while now um, <clears throat> about reverse mortgages. You're what I would consider to be somewhat of an expert in the field. I've been doing them a long time. You so have. I've seen a lot you of have. different things. Yeah. Um, Ron is very analytical. He's very detail-oriented, and I love that about Ron. So today we're going to get some great response, some great information. Uh, Ron, how long have you been uh, doing reverse mortgages? You know, I've been doing reverse mortgages since 2015. Okay. So going on almost a decade yeah, now. Almost a decade. You nice. bet. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And are you from Colorado? No. You know, I've always visited. I came out here for vacations after working in the hay fields and Kansas farms of uh, family and uh, decided, hey, I need to live in Colorado at some point. And finally, I made it here in 82. Well, you're certainly not the first one from Kansas to have made that decision, <laughs> Ron. We know quite a few people out here from Kansas. So, right. uh, yeah, no, it's a great area. I certainly understand that. I'm from upstate New York, and uh, I just up and moved here after college. And that was 18 years ago now. Yep. Um, and, you know, I've been back to visit, but never moved back. This That's is, right. This is home now. So I love it. I certainly understand that. Before we kick off the show today, Ron, you're in a unique position. You work and talk with a lot of real estate agents. Um, you're working on reverse mortgages. What What are you seeing out there? What's your kind of thoughts on what the current market looks like? You know, the current market's really interesting. Uh, the National Association of Realtors came out with a statistic here just a few months ago that said, out of all the buying market, seniors age 62 and older make up 39% or the largest market segment for home buyers. So um, many home buyers are in that older age group are looking for opportunities buy, to downsize or right size into a more appropriate home. And uh, a reverse mortgage has to become a consideration for some of that. 
Yeah, and and that would entail anyone over the age of sixty-two, right? Correct. Um, that that can that can make that consideration, or I suppose if you're approaching that age, that it's something you could start to have that conversation. A- absolutely, about, right? we do have some proprietary products, uh, jumbo reverse mortgages that are available in the marketplace. And Colorado's unique in the fact that uh, someone age fifty-five could use those particular products, and. So, uh, again, most of our uh, average home prices are starting to approach that jumbo uh, home value anyway. Yeah, so I, I work with a lot of agents as well, and, I, and I've been having that conversation lately of what, what are we seeing in the market? What's going on? Because it's got a weird feel to it. Certainly not you know the weird feel that, that we had three years ago when right. things were just crazy, yep. and it was out of hand, and nobody could find a house. And if you did, you paid 20% over asking price, and it was, it was insane. So... Um, you know, I've been asking agents lately and their feel is inventory levels are still low. Yes. But so now is the demand for homes for buyers. Well, yes, I agree with that. And I see that the, the market has really slowed up from a, a demand. However, sales are still being made. And I think that homes that are uh, ready to go and people don't feel like they have to put a lot of money into fixing up a home uh, are moving very, very quickly. And we're not seeing necessarily a huge reduction in prices. Uh, most sellers are getting close to or at the asking price that they've wanted to get. Well, and I would agree with you on that. And that's the feedback that I've been getting is values have not really come down all that much. Not at all. A little bit. I, I think a little bit. At sure. least, Or at least maybe they've straightened out and you're not seeing those crazy over over right. list price offers, right? Yeah, yeah. no one's uh you know doing uh triple bidding on a particular product and you know yes. willing to pay $100,000 more than asking price right. and things. No, I I agree with that 100%. Uh we're just more back to the fact that uh well-qualified buyers are coming in and uh making um fair offers on properties right now and and uh, sellers are finally recognizing hey this is where the market is i don't have to give it away i'm not losing money but i'm not going to be able to get a hundred thousand dollars more than what i'm asking yeah in in what we've seen in certain circumstances is we've seen the buy downs you know the Mm -hmm. the, and that the sellers are contributing to those buy downs so there's you know and i've talked about on the show numerous times but there's two types of buy downs you've got a permanent buy down where you're where you're paying a percentage of the loan amount for a lower interest rate for the 30-year period of your loan. Right. And then there's also a temporary buy-down. So the most common is a 2-1 buy-down where you're buying down that rate for a specific period of time. But the buyer isn't paying for that. It's either the seller that's paying for it or the lender that's paying Mm -hmm. for it. And in most cases, probably 80 90% of the time, we see the sellers contributing towards that. So it's a way for the sellers not necessarily to have to lower their purchase price and to to act as some sort of an incentive for the buyer to purchase Correct. the home. Correct. Because I do think well-qualified buyers are out there. It's just that what they want, because values haven't come down, it seems like what they want, it, it, the, the monthly payment for what they want is higher than what they're comfortable with. Right. And in a in a temporary buy down or even a permanent buy down, but really a temporary buy down can help them ease into that monthly payment. Sure can. Um, and, and at a cost that doesn't come out of their pocket. A- absolutely, so. and uh, helps them to be able to then, uh, you know, buy really what they want as as opposed to uh, having to really lower their sights on what uh, they want because of the uh, monthly mortgage payment won't allow them to to buy that. 
So we, we know interest rates have risen over the last couple of years, Ron. Is that the case for reverse mortgages as well? You know, the interesting thing about reverse mortgages is it follows the regular mortgage market as far mm-hmm. as interest rates go. So, yes, we've seen a rise in those interest rates for reverse mortgages. Okay. Well, let's get to the point then. Yeah. Ron, what is a reverse mortgage? Yeah, so a reverse mortgage is simply a tool that is um, – uh, Two parts, one that's uh, an FHA-insured or government-insured loan that enables a mature homeowner to either take cash out of their home uh, and have no monthly mortgage payment required and stay in that forever home. Or they can now purchase a more appropriate home, get out of that too-big, two-story home into something more appropriate for a one-time investment of around 55 to 65% based on their age, Mm -hmm. and then have no monthly mortgage payment required for as long as they choose to live in that house. So a very unique product. Reverse would suggest it's sort of the opposite of a regular mortgage. Yeah. And that's probably not a bad way to look at it, right? I mean, that's really kind of the way that it works. It it is. It is kind of the way that it works is is in reverse of a normal mortgage because – uh, in a normal mortgage, you're making that monthly payment. You're paying down you're on paying that. You're paying down yeah, the, mortgage. On the mortgage. Yep. Okay. In a reverse mortgage, you're now in a situation where most people that are taking out a reverse mortgage are on a fixed income. They don't have uh, more income coming in from a job or that opportunity. So now they're trying to minimize their cash out, you know, flow. Mm-hmm. And yep. so this particular product allows them to have a negative amortization loan where the loan grows over a period of time when they choose not to make a mortgage payment. Yeah, absolutely. So great information, Ron. Let's keep it rolling. Um, any cautionary tales, any considerations that somebody uh, should know about the, that come to mind that you may want to let our audience know about? Yeah, the biggest thing that we always uh, share with uh borrowers considering this particular product that they're all like any homeowner they're always going to be responsible for paying property taxes on their home keeping their homeowner insurance in force maintaining their home and then uh, making uh, payments in an HOA uh, if they live in a covenant community so a lot of folks out there are used to probably having a mortgage and in escrowing that so escrow with a mortgage means that they that the servicer who you make your monthly payments to, they actually collect for the taxes, they collect for the insurance, and they make those payments on, a, on an annual or semi-annual basis. Correct. It, it, can you escrow with a reverse mortgage as well? There is a, an option to do that. It's uh, called a life expectancy set-aside, a LISA. Um, and it can be a choice by borrowers to be able to uh, choose that option. Uh, but they would have to fund that particular escrow account right up front. Sometimes it could come out of the home equity. Sometimes they may have to bring extra money to closing to fund that escrow, but it is an option uh, for borrowers to do. So what are some of the key benefits that a borrower can enjoy with a reverse mortgage that they may not find with a traditional mortgage? Yeah, I think that there's really five primary benefits that we need to kind of key in on. One would be no monthly make, uh, mortgage payment required, means more cash flow for that uh, homeowner that's now on that fixed income. Uh, and again, the loan doesn't have to be repaid until that particular last borrower leaves that particular home uh, as their primary residence due to a maturity event. 
uh, like death or moving in uh, with family because they can no longer live independently there. Um, The other benefit is that any funds they might receive out of the reverse mortgage loan has no tax impact. Again, the IRS says that someone is uh, utilizing their own home equity in a loan, so there's, it's not considered income, and so there's no tax impact. And then as long as someone's paying their homeowner obligations, paying property taxes, keeping homeowner insurance in force, and, and maintaining the home, there's no end to a reverse mortgage. So now that gives someone housing security for as long as they're able to be able to stay in their home. And you've read all the studies, John, that people want to stay in their homes for as long as they possibly can. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I think that's a great point. Um, Several great points there. And there really are some true benefits here for those that qualify uh, for a reverse mortgage. So we'll dive back into that here in a couple of minutes. Ron, you are listening to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report on ESPN Denver 1600 AM. Check out past episodes on our podcast at denversports.com. For mortgage questions and information, give me a call at 303-921-5747. And if you'd like to reach out to Ron Meyer, he can be reached at 303-898-7046. And this is, Ron, one of my favorite parts of the show because I get to talk about Denver's hottest listings. <laughs> and I actually have several this morning for us, um, some really good ones. The first one is that Samantha Maldonado with uh, Montlor, uh, Colorado Real Estate. And she can be reached at 719-499-2157. She's got a really cool property in Monument, 17855 Fairplay Way. It's on the market at 690,000, five bed, three bath with just over 2,800 square feet. This is a single family residence on just about half an acre of land. Again, I saw the pictures on this one. Very cool property. If you'd like some more information on this great property and monument, give Samantha Maldonado a call at 719-499-2157. Jim Foster with Brokers Guild has a great property at 13489 West Auburn Avenue in Lakewood. This one's on the market at 675000 a single-family residence with just under 3,400 square feet. It's a four-bed, three-bath home. It was just reduced uh, by 50000 so give Jim Foster a call. If you'd like some more information on this property, 303-229-5347. And Lori Anders, also with Brokers Guild Real Estate, has a really, really cool property in Centennial, 18463 East Bellevue Lane. This one's listed at 619900 and it's got just under 3,500 square feet. It's a six-bedroom, four-bath, so quite a few bedrooms on this one. This looks great. Uh, the backyard boasts everything you could ask for, including an above-ground pool, in-ground trampoline, fire pit, conversation area, hot tub, covered back patio. This has some great amenities. Give Lori Anders to call at 303-564-5918. And then Andrea Maurice has a really cool property. She actually has two here. Uh, The first one at 4880 Foothills Court in Castle Rock. This one's listed at 689,000. Single family residence uh, with just over 2,500 square feet. It's a four bed, four bath home. 
pride of ownership in the Meadows neighborhood. This home sits in a cul-de-sac. The view offers tranquility all day and especially in the morning with your cup of coffee while sorting your day in the afternoon uh, while watching the sunset. Beautiful, beautiful property here. Give Andrea a call at 303-870-2689. And Andrea also has a great piece of unimproved land here in Littleton. Um, looking at the picture of where this one's located, it is a killer location. 8737 South Zephyr Street in Littleton. Uh, listed at 269,000.3 acres. Give Andrea a call. If you have any questions on this one at 303-870-2689. All right, Ron. Pretty incredible properties that are out there. Some really cool properties. Some really cool properties. Um, If you're an agent out there and you'd like us to announce your listing as well, please feel free to reach out to me. We're more than happy to do so. Uh, Let's get back to it, Ron. Let's talk some more about reverse mortgages. Who who should be considering a reverse mortgage? Can I get one? Uh, You know, you're not quite old enough yet, but uh, (laughs) you're getting there. All right. So um, a mature homeowner who is uh, still making monthly mortgage payments, and now they're on that fixed income and feeling that cash uh, flow crunch, uh, that's a good prospect for a reverse Feeling the cash flow crunch. I like that. Absolutely. Could use a little bit more money at the end of each month. Yep, or be able to stop making a monthly mortgage payment and just have that uh, $2,000, $3,000 mortgage amount stay in their pocket. Absolutely. Uh, A mature homeowner who is home equity rich and fears their retirement savings won't last their lifetime. And now accessing a home equity loan through a uh, reverse mortgage can now free up some of the equity that they have in their home, uh, hoping that they can now have enough money to last their lifetime. Um, Other mature homeowners who don't have a long-term care policy, now utilizing a standby line of credit to pay for home health care in the future, utilizing that reverse mortgage that's a that's a great option there ron and i think a lot of people um as they get older i'm certain have these conversations with my parents and certainly um they've had the conversation with their parents but the concern is health care when you're older absolutely and and how the heck can you you know you hear about how expensive that health care is um you know i think there is a lot of concern out there as to how the heck am i going to cover this when i'm older because you know unfortunately as you get older more things tend to go wrong which becomes more costly right so i like that as an as an additional option for sure Uh, another one i think that's really important is um an adult child uh, who's concerned about their parents living situation Maybe they're living out of state and they'd like to have them come live closer to them uh, so that they can now care for them more effectively. Or maybe they're just uh, living here in a part of town that's uh, really deteriorating, uh, has a lot of crime growth going on to it. Maybe they're having a hard time getting up and down the stairs in that too big, two-story home. Uh, So that would be another um, family that might consider using a reverse mortgage to purchase a more appropriate home. Makes sense. And you mentioned earlier, Ron, the, these are reverse mortgages for life, right? I mean, this is yeah. this is as long as you are making your you know tax payment, insurance payment, HOA payments, yep. the housing expenses. As long as you're making those, this is this is a, a mortgage that lasts through it your is. lifetime. It's, it's a lifetime loan. It's a retirement loan. Is really what it is. Uh, Ron, we used to hear about it, and and I haven't heard so much about this lately because I think there's been some adjustments here, but what about fees for reverse mortgages? The word on the street used to be that they're super expensive and that you end up, 
you know, paying a bunch of money to do a reverse mortgage. Is that the case? Can you talk a little bit about the fee structure? Sure. The, the fee structure can appear high in, you know, the interim, you know, when you're looking at it. But what most people come to realize as they're doing their investigation is that closing costs are paid from the loan proceeds itself. Okay. Uh, they're not coming out of a borrower's pocket. So in a, um, a refinance of a home, then someone's only out-of-pocket expense will be the appraisal on their home and the mortgage counseling fee that's required by FHA for that particular loan. Uh, in a purchase situation, it's a little different. Uh, because the borrower now has to bring in equity to buy equity into the home, but still all the other closing costs are paid by the loan proceeds. So they don't have to go to their bank account and, and or I should say probably write a check at closing or anything like that to cover yeah, the costs. In some on, cases, they may yeah, have to. In, in some cases, that yep. depends but on in, the equity that they have in their home. In most cases, the equi- you're going to be able to build that into the Correct. loan amount and use the equity from the property Correct. to cover that. Yep. Okay. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. So talk a little bit about the different types of loans. You've mentioned the FHA reverse mortgage a couple of times mm-hmm. for those. Yep. That aren't familiar, FHA is is a federal the Federal Housing Authority, and they they are basically designed to help the general public and to help folks to purchase homes. Correct, in, absolutely. In general, yep. and so they actually also help support reverse mortgages. So for those out there that are concerned about a reverse mortgage, just keep in mind the FHA is behind this as well, or at least they can be. It is. It's a government insured loan, which simply means that no matter what happens to future home values. The homeowner nor their heirs will be responsible for paying back more on the loan than whatever that future value of the home is. And we've seen that where home values have dropped during the recession, mm-hmm. seven to you know two thousand seven through ten. Yep. Um, you know we saw people in that type of, type of situation where you know they could no not longer live in their house, uh, but their home value had dropped below what the mortgage owed on the home was. And, you know, they were upside down and they owed that whole mortgage back. Right. So that's yep. what the FHA insurance does is to protect that particular borrower. Yep. That makes sense. Are there other types of reverse mortgages outside of FHA? Yeah. So there are proprietary products or sometimes called jumbo reverse mortgages. And uh, a lot of times those particular products are for homes valued up to around $10 million. So, again, higher values than the uh, $1 million that FHA sets as a uh, high cap for home values on an FHA-insured loan. Okay. All right. So, there's a few different types out there. Um, It sounds to me, correct me if I'm wrong, like the FHA one tends to be the most popular. It it is. It's the one that we probably do 90% of all the loans in the country are an FHA-insured reverse mortgage. All right. Mm Uh, does having a reverse mortgage affect your ability to sell the home if you choose to do so? No, that's really cool. And that's a big misunderstanding that a lot of people have is the homeowner always own the home. Uh, their name's on title. The reverse mortgage is nothing more than a lien against the property, just like any mortgage is. Yeah. So a ton of good information today, Ron. I'm still, I'm processing some of this still. Uh, but I really appreciate all that, all the candid information. Um, I think that, that 
from a basic standpoint, this is great. If anybody out, out there has questions for uh, Ron or for myself, you know, reach out to me at 303-921-5747. Ron can be reached at 303-898-7046 um, if you have questions on that. But hopefully you get a basic understanding, a basic idea of the way that the reverse mortgage works. Um, I I feel like, and I've had this conversation with both of my parents, that it's sort of a scary conversation. It's sort of a scary topic because on the one hand, the the basic of it sounds really good. Like mm-hmm. this sounds like something that could make sense. Mm-hmm. We're not going to have that much money, and especially the healthcare thing we right. talked about. Absolutely. You know, this could be good. But then you've got all the all the kind of media out there to, sure. and all the negative yep. that that comes with it. And I and that that may be rightfully so. I think when these products, I don't know when they first came out, but I think years ago when they were at least popular, right, 10, 20 years ago, um, they weren't very heavily regulated. Yeah, that's and it, true. And I that's think true. that there were probably some scenarios that, that happened that weren't very beneficial. Um, I am not hearing that anymore no. on my end. I think they're pretty heavily regulated at this point. Since and that FHA they can has be, taken over the oversight of yes. this particular problem in uh, 1982, yes, they, they become very highly regulated. Yeah. Um, so if you're out there and you or somebody you know thinks that they might be able to benefit from a reverse mortgage, uh, maybe have them listen to the show, have them give us a call. We're more than happy to talk with them about some more scenarios. Ron, we've got a few minutes left here. So before we wrap it up, are you a sports fan? Absolutely. Okay, so we are on ESPN Denver. You know, I, after I'm, all, I'm a big DeBronco fan. All right, I, how I you feeling about the Broncos Sunday? And well, you know, I saw some flashes of brilliance. I thought Russell Wilson did a better job than he was doing last year. You know, I still have concerns about the defense side of everything. Come yeah. on, Vance Joseph, to be yep. able to get that. Yeah, uh, defense uh, really putting pressure on the quarterback. Yeah, the Broncos losing another one by one point. I mean, holy cow! If you, uh, I, you know, I mean, you can always go back and say, well, what if they won all those by one point? I think it's would they lose six or seven games last year last by year, one yeah, point or right. one or two points, and that's how you start out the season this year. But at the end of the day, and I, I'm not, uh, I'm not a huge Broncos fan. I'm from upstate New York. I'm more of a Bills fan. Um, <laughs> so don't hey we're we're having a rough start ourselves here, Ron. Uh, but I it, kind of an outsider. I do like the Broncos, but they're not my first choice necessarily. But an outsider looking in, uh, I think a loss by one with a new coach, uh, the struggles that the team had last year. I, I still yes, a, it's the still Raiders. A lot of upside. I think uh, there's 16 yeah. more games, and right. I think there's a lot there's a lot of good that probably a came lot of out. Upside I love going yeah. to the Broncos games and seeing the Broncos win as long as they're not beating my bills so <laughs> which has happened i've been to that game so um yeah and then as far as the bills go man they couldn't have played a worse game on monday night if they tried oh boy. so that was horrible that was and in the aaron Rodgers scenario my my wife and her whole family are huge packers fans uh great respect for aaron Rodgers. um so sad i mean the jets fans somebody had said that was probably the most jets thing that could have happened um which is you know it's just sad i feel for the jets they're in our division and we both bills and jets have struggled for decades to, to get there so i feel for the jets very much so but i think they've got a great team their defense it clearly is going to be a top defense in the league this year um, Zach Wilson, I think his last year was his rookie season. So this is his second year. So I, I don't, 
I thought Zach Wilson looked decent the other night as sure. well, and I think that, that they've got some chance. So uh, I'm excited about the NFL season this year. I hope my Bills win the Super Bowl, though. Uh, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just watching my uh, grandsons. They're playing on a middle school uh, football team. Yeah. So far, they're undefeated. Nice. So we, I like we it. just hope they go, go that way. <laughs> go the distance. Well, Ron Meyer, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Happy I really to do here. appreciate it. Um, again, folks, if you have questions for Ron, you can be reached at 303-898-7046. Thank you for tuning in to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report. If you have a question about financing for your next home or refinancing a current mortgage, give us a call at 303-921-5747. Don't miss next week's show right here on ESPN Denver 1600 AM every Saturday morning at 7 AM. You can find past episodes on our podcast at denversports.com.